You're listening to Date Smarter, Sexier with your host, matchmaker and dating coach, Andrea LaRosa, accompanied by co-host Kanan, where we're talking about everything love, sex, and relationships. Now let's get chatting. Do you know when someone is flirting with you? Do you know why they're flirting with you? Are you aware of how you flirt with others? Well, guess what, folks? We are going to talk about flirting today. Today is all about your flirting styles. And yes, what I just read to you was straight out of chapter 13 out of my book. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, your book. And what is the name of your book? Get the girl dating the high value woman. Look at that. Mm -mm. (laughs) I love it. This is wonderful because I feel like now all the information we talk about in this show is accessible to people anywhere in the world. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's hardcover. So if you don't want it to get ruined while you're out like at the beach or, you know, on the bus or in some kind of transit going somewhere or on an airplane in first class, you know, going to some business meeting in Idaho. I don't know, but um, (laughs) it's also available in (laughs) its ebook Mm -hmm. and paperback. So we have options and a little birdie is saying maybe in the future, there might be another option of being able to consume this book. So sign up for the newsletter at, datesmartersexier.com to make sure that you stay abreast to what's (laughs) happening in our world. (laughs) Absolutely. I am really excited actually about the audiobook. It does take some time to create one and, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's quite the process, but we are hoping for fall, end of fall or early fall. Oh, wow. Okay. Soon. Very soon. Very soon. It's for the Christmas season, you know, I know. get your audible <laughs> credits up so you can like, you know, yeah. Well, I love audible. It's like, I, I know most people say, you know, never date someone that doesn't have a bookshelf of books. They're probably an idiot. Now I have a bookshelf full of books that I have read in the past, but I will say I do consume more books with the audiobook. or whatever, you know, because, you know, when I'm traveling or I'm saying traveling, like I'm a jet setter, like I'm I'm always at the airport. So I'm always listening to audiobooks. (laughs) But now it's like, you know, if I'm at the gym or like if I'm on a bike ride, sometimes I listen to an audiobook and it's cool because Mm -hmm. I'm getting, I'm reading more. Well, is it reading? That's like a debate. It's consuming information. Okay. You're not technically reading, but you are getting information. Yes. They almost read like little shows in a way. Yeah. Like, you know, like little podcasts, little podcasts. (laughs) Maybe that's why our podcast is now on Audible for you Amazon subscribers. Yes. So if you want to listen to us talk about dating through your Prime membership, you can. Ah, I think that's (laughs) so cool. I I do, too. Well, such a lovely price to see. Because yeah. I, I knew we were on. Okay, we're we're getting sidetracked. We're like we are so digressing. Like, okay, you, you guys should be talking about. We should be talking about dating. Not yes, we about, will. We will. Sorry, guys. We, will, we just get so excited because for anyone, you know, 
I've actually had this happen quite a few times now where someone's reached out to me after listening to us and said, you guys have such a great podcast. How do I get a podcast? And I've Mm -hmm. helped coach a few people to set up their podcast and kind of market it and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And so like, it, it is exciting to watch that progression from when we first started and mm-hmm. we thought we were going to do a podcast a month, maybe two a month. And now look yeah, at us. Yeah, I remember that week. conversation. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, it was so funny. Like, yeah, maybe like, you know, every once in a while we'll like, you know, talk about, you know, dating. And the next thing you know, it's like full blown season, season one, season two. Now we're back for season three. It's like, oh my God. You know, we can I love talk it. about dating forever honestly because i feel like it's constantly evolving like it is how we court people how we flirt how we like i'm one of those people like when i was out dating or even now i would say you know because i feel like even when you're in a relationship there's always someone flirting with you let's be honest we're human you know that we're always there's our mates are not always glued to it i mean for some people yes but for many of us our mate is not always with us so there are those moments where someone is flirting and you got to say, Hey, I'm married or Hey, I'm with someone. But that being said, I'm one of those people where someone could be flirting with me and I wouldn't even fucking know it. But what a great feeling that is though. Right. Even when you're married, it just feels nice to be flirted with. Yes. It it does feel nice because it makes you feel like you're still a a viable choice for someone else (laughs) out there besides your mate, which is great. Like my husband's affection for me is wonderful, but it's it's just interesting. Mm -hmm. What I'm trying to say is, you know, some people don't even know when someone is flirting with them. So I think it's, it's great that we're talking about the different flirting styles because you we've seen it before, you know, especially if you're someone that's more of an introvert and you're always looking down at the ground, if someone is saying something or they may touch your shoulder, you may think, Oh, what are they doing? Are they, are they being mean? But really they, you know, want to get into your personal space. And so for some people that goes over their head because they just don't know, is this flirting? Right. Are they just being nice to me? Are they being a creep? So you said we're going to talk about some <laughs> of the different flirting styles since you mentioned yes. the book. Like, so like, what are we going to talk about? That? I want to know a little bit more about it. <laughs> so a couple episodes, we talked a little bit, we got a little bit into like that physical flirt when we did the mm-hmm. episode about uh, what's your next move, bro. Yeah. But today, so there's five, there's five in total. There's the physical flirt, sincere mm-hmm. flirt, playful flirt, traditional flirt, and the polite flirt. We're not going to go through all of them today, but like I figured a nice one to do is the sincere and traditional, mostly because those are the two that are most common. Mm -hmm. The physical flirt we talked about already, but like people are always thinking that they're not flirting unless they're being the physical flirt or the playful flirt, which is just so not freaking true. I think it was like 80 or 85% of people fall into the sincere or traditional flirting style. Mm-hmm. And now we have a tendency to all of them, but you'll find that you have, um, you'll have one in particular that kind of is your go-to. Mm-hmm. I wonder what, what is you your, are. What is your, yeah, I was about wondering like, <laughs> what your, I don't know what mine would be like. I've never like just stopped myself. I'm honestly, How do you flirt? I'm, I honestly don't flirt because I tend to get, okay. If I, mm-hmm. be, okay. 
I think because for me as a gay male, when I grew up, I grew up in a in a, an environment where even if I was attracted to someone, I had to hide that. So even now as an adult, I go places and I limit the eye contact I make. Um, if I see a guy that's extremely attractive and I, and I would love to do something with him, I, I, he would never fucking know it because I would like not make, I, I would look everywhere else, but at him mm-hmm. because that's just, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's like a latent fear of like being gay bashed or something like that. I don't know. But for me, it's always been someone else would come up to me somehow and and engage me. But for the most part, I found majority of the people that I've dated online or like some kind of like, you know, dating website or app, or at one point it was Craigslist because I felt it was easier to be rejected by a computer versus like in person. So I honestly, I mean, there are times where it's like, you know, I'm in a work situation which we talked about in the last episode where you should not really flirt. But as an actor, sometimes that happens where because we're all like all over the place sometimes. Um, or in retail and hospitality, there's a lot of like sexual harassment. Let's be real in those right. industries. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so when I become comfortable, then yeah, maybe like I may touch the person or I may um, stay like with a- your husband. Okay. Since we, gets. <laughs> that's, that's no, because you that since you make it that simple for him, I usually touch him. I like to kiss him. I like to play with his hair. So I guess I would be a physical flirt then. Yeah, you're a physical like, flirt. Yeah. Like I'm always like caressing his face. Like I'll twirl his hair a little while I'll just mm-hmm. like get real close to him and then just kiss his cheek or kiss his Aww. neck. Yeah. He's so handsome. I think he's like, I think he's so handsome. You know, it's funny because there are two different levels of flirting, right? There's the flirting with a complete stranger, and then there's the flirting with your partner. And a lot of people do shift their flirting style once they're comfortable and in the relationship. So I, you know, I think that you will end up having two very separate flirting styles, the flirting style that you use around people that you don't know versus the Mm -hmm. flirting style of the relationship. You know, once you're in a relationship, hopefully everybody's being playful and, and, um, physical. Yeah. But when you don't know someone and you want to approach them, I'm a physical flirt. I have no problem being super charismatic around someone that I'm interested in. And mm-hmm. doing the hair flips and I'll touch them. And so like all of these characteristics are of like the physical flirt. Um, I'm a little, little bit traditional just because I do kind of wait for the guy to make the first move, but mm-hmm. I will also make it super obvious that he can make the first move. And I will give him that consent by like mm-hmm. either prolonged eye contact. I'll use my smile, I'll use body language. And if he's just really not getting it, I will straight up tell him like, you know, if you ever want to ask me out sometime, I'd say yes. Mm. Which is like super direct, very physical flirt style. Do you have alcohol in your system when you say something like that or? No, I'm so usually... <laughs> Oh my God. I feel like I would have to be like, you know, one or two martinis in before I would say something that direct. 
Mind you, I'm direct when it comes to a lot of other stuff, but I feel like this is that one area for many men and maybe many women too, where it's just like, no, I could never. What if they reject me? No, that's embarrassing. I have to live with that for the rest of my life. Flirting is tough because, you know, for ages we've been taught how to flirt, but we haven't really flirted from our actual style. So let's just jump right in and get to the first one because I'm really excited to talk about it. I love talking about flirting styles. Flirting is just so, ah, it's just, it's fun. Everyone tries to learn how to flirt. You need to lean into your flirting style. So sincere flirt. If you are a sincere flirt, this means that you are very genuine. It's not obvious you're flirting. Your flirting style is to literally just get to know the other person. That is how you show interest in them. You're interested in their hobbies and their career and who they are, what they like to do, what they think about things, how they feel about things. You are showing real, true, genuine interest. You want to spend quality time with them. More than likely, if you're a sincere flirt, your love language is probably quality time. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, um, I think my husband you- is a sincere flirt because he loves, qu- and I don't hate it. <laughs> but- <laughs> I don't hate it. It's just it's different than anyone else I've ever been with. Like I've mm-hmm. been with people that were like kind of cold, where it's like you want to go on, a, you want to go to the movies. Sure, they'll take me to the movies, go out to eat, and they'll fuck me. That's it. That's the extent of the the flirting or the courting. My husband, it's like we've been together for seven years. He's constantly planning like a new date. Like this weekend, he's like, oh, maybe we should go to the Hearst Castle to like take a tour of the, the second floor or the smaller buildings. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah, he's just so cute with stuff like that. And that's why it's so important to always keep it. But yeah, I think he's a sincere flirt because mm-hmm. he gets such a charge out of planning something for us to do Cute. or coming up with like, he's filled our calendar with shit for the month to do. You know, I, I partake in the decisions. It's not just totally all him, <laughs> but you know, right. yeah. but he yeah, takes yeah. the lead on that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's how he does it. And I just, I like to kiss him all the time and try to make his life as easy as possible at home. Is that a flirting style in a way, making sure the person is comfortable? I don't know. Um, it's a love language, not a flirting it's style. It's a love language. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's wait, so cute. then am I correct in saying that he's a sincere flirt then? Or is that his love language? Um, his love language is probably quality time, where yours might be acts of service. Forgiving. You give him acts of service. Okay. So gotcha. it depends on how he receives your acts of service. But it sounds to me like his number one is probably quality time. His number two love language is probably acts of service because it's what you yeah. do. Yeah. He loves the fact that we go to all these places. Like he gets so like charged. Aww. I hate to say this because it makes it sound like, it's like that, oh, people love that we go so many places and do so many things together. I'm just like, you're but so, it's so cute. cute. I hope this is all for the the sincere reasons that we're doing all these things. But it's fun because some of my fondest memories in life has been 
in elementary school and middle school when we used to go on, I used to go on field trips, you know, oh, go yeah. all like these academic places like the Smithsonian or like Washington, D.C. somewhere. Or like in, I went to New York and took a tour of Lincoln Center or like just random shit. And I used to love and I feel like my relationship with him is just uh, uh, constantly that like going Aww. somewhere to see something to take in some kind of culture. And it's kind of exciting. I think more people should do. Do you recommend that as a date? Actually, because some people think that shit is boring. Like I tell that to my friend, he's like, "You guys do cute shit, but that's just fucking boring." Like, who, <laughs> who the fuck wants to see the world's largest lemon stand or something? I'm like, it's interesting. It's like, <laughs> well, it's because you guys have similar interests, so your compatibility is there. So yes, okay. you have to be doing things together that support that compatibility. Right. If you have a similar interest, you're engaging in it. You know, like I have friends that got together and both realized that they're into um, EDM. Right. So they go to like all these festivals together and that's been their their connection. That's been that piece that connected them because they came from different backgrounds. They came from different interests. They had similar friend groups, Mm -hmm. but they needed to find something to really connect on. And that's what they connected on. You guys are just connecting on this love of like traveling, exploring new things and checking out like this weird stuff, like the world's largest lemon or whatever you said it was. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Yeah, some random shit. Like it's always something random. But it's sweet. But it's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And yeah, we should probably do an episode at some point about love languages because those are super important. And I don't think people really realize how your flirting style and your love language kind of connect. I don't think I even talked about that in my book. So maybe that needs to go into book number two. Yeah. So, So you mentioned we talked about the sincere flirting style. What is traditional? Because you kind of sort of mentioned earlier that Mm -hmm. you kind of lean more towards traditional flirting. Like what exactly like? So I think like for me personally, I'm like physical and then traditional, then maybe playful um, was how mine went. And you can take there is a quiz that you can take if you get Jeffrey Hall's book, The Five Flirting Mm -hmm. Styles. There is a quiz Mm -hmm. in there to figure out what your flirting style is. Mm -hmm. Um, But a traditional flirt tends to be a little bit more introverted. Um, they're going to value intimacy and they're going to kind of hold back or um, withdraw a little until the other person makes the first move. They're expecting a very traditional style of flirting to happen. So for women, they're going to wait for the man to make the first move. They're going to wait for the man to call them. They're going to wait for the man to blah, 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 whatever. And on the flip side, a man's going to have that same reaction too. If he's a traditional flirt, he's going to have the expectation of, I have to reach out first. So like following along with the pattern of how we have always seen dating, that's a traditional flirt. They're saying, this is how I'm interested in you by showing you that I'm following all of these steps, these Mm -hmm. Typical milestones. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so that's how they show. I their mean, flirting. as an American, that's kind of the, I guess, the flirting style in a way, because almost all of our movies and all of the the 
the stuff, the media that we put out when it comes to traditional courting and whatnot is, you know, mm -hmm. the man is the chivalrous one or whatever you pronounce that. Um, he's the one that takes the lead in most situations, including courting the woman. And she's just there to wait, you know, which is interesting because there is that part of America right now that has been problematic, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> but these women in within this community like that, they value the guy coming up to them in a the bar and making the first move. They like that. And I don't think that's wrong. I mean, it, 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 it's kind of sexy in a way. I mean, yes, it's slightly, I'm gonna be honest, it's slightly like, there's like a dusting of misogyny in there in a way, yep. but, <laughs> but it is kind of sexy because there are certain things that my husband does where he takes the lead in situations and it does feel very arousing in a way, especially if you want them to be that kind of more dominating person in your life. If that's the mm -hmm. energy you want, it is very sexy. So I do see like the sexiness in the traditional way. And uh, some gay men do like that. Like I noticed mm -hmm. for some men, especially some men that are that consider themselves a bottom or power bottom or something like that. Um, they want a guy that's like, yo, yo, boo, what's up? Let me take you out on a date or something. They want the guy to like take them out, take right. them shopping. Uh, I'm being very ge generic in general, but it's like, right. you know, they like the idea of that, that kind of love spark or whatever you want to call it. And some people just like that. And some people don't, and there's nothing wrong with that. I, I agree completely. And, you know, knowing what your flirting style is and leaning into it is very important. However, on the flip side of it, and I'm really glad you brought up the example of being in a bar and somebody coming up to you, you know, even if you are a traditional flirt. So say you have your stereotypical female sitting at the bar, having a drink with her friend. She sees a guy she's interested in him. She's a traditional flirt. So she's expecting him to come talk to her but he's not really sure if she's interested. You actually do need to lean out a little bit at this point of your comfort zone and be able to show him there's some interest. It's eye contact, eye contact and a smile. The simplest thing, I teach it to every single client that comes to me, the simplest way to flirt, whether you're in a grocery store, you're in a bar, you're at a concert, I don't care where you are, if you are in person, a coffee shop, this one works beautifully in coffee shops. <laughs> it's yeah. this little process, right? So it's eye contact, look away, eye contact again, and then a smile, then you look away. All within like 30 to 60 seconds, this has to happen. So it's really, really fast. And that is your step-by-step -step to flirt so that they know I'm interested. You can come talk to me. I think that's where people get scared because I, I think that's where the rejection feelings come in. Like you make the eye contact, but then that second, you're like, oh, wait, what if I look back and you're not looking? Oh, no. Oh, no. Let me, I'm just going to forget about this. I'm going to get my coffee and go. Forget <laughs> it. I think I think a lot of us stand in the way of our own connections mm -hmm. sometimes because like 
what I said before, I know I'm not alone in that where it's like, I'm, a, I'm afraid to even make eye contact with someone I find remotely attractive because it's like, God forbid, they're not attracted to me back. I would be mortified. I just don't want to know. What's going to happen? <laughs> what is the worst that's going to happen if you make eye contact? Because, you know, sometimes you make eye contact with someone and it's completely like random and accidental. And you're like, whoa, didn't mean to make eye contact there. That was weird. Yeah, It feels very intimate when that happens. It's like, it stop <laughs> looking at my soul. <laughs> it's happened to me before with like other women when I'm out and I'm like, oh, that's weird. I'm not trying to flirt with you. I don't know why we just made eye contact, but cool. I'll just smile anyways. Cause you're cute. <laughs> but worst case scenario, you make eye contact and you're like, oh damn, I do actually want to flirt with them. And you look back up and they're not looking at you and not making eye contact with you. Oh, well, they don't know. Who knows? Yeah. You're the only one who knows yeah. that that just happened. That's true. And it's don't like stare in the... at them. FYI. Yeah, that's, you know, PSA to everyone, stop staring at people. Like I'm, I go places sometimes, as you know, we all go places where humans, that's what happens. Um, but you know, sometimes I look up and someone will just be staring and I'm like, I can see you. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> that's so creepy. Why do people say if we're not like flirting or, you know what? I can't really stop people from staring. It, it is what it is. You know, if we're in public, whatever. But um, sometimes I yeah, have if it's to a wonder, situation. Like, yeah. What are you thinking yeah. when you're staring? Are you like staring because you're interested? Are you staring because you're in like a trance and one of those blank stare moments and you're thinking and Maybe it just happens to be I'm in your line of sight? Are you staring yeah. because you're judging me? Are you staring because you're jealous and you wish you had like my hair or my, uh, yeah, you like my yeah. outfit? Like, what the fuck are you staring yeah. for? Yeah. You just feel so naked when that that happens. I feel so naked when that happens because it's like, oh no, what are you doing? Stop. Get me out of yeah. your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird to say as a public figure. It's like, actually keep me in your thoughts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. But yeah. that stare feels like they're staring through you sometimes. And you're just like, excuse yeah. me, this feels very vulnerable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I told yeah. I have one chapter on the flirting styles, to be fair. If you really, really want to know about the flirting styles, then you have to read Jeffrey Hall's book because he literally wrote the book on it. It's where I get all my information from was all the research I did. But um, something he doesn't talk about is while, yes, you have your, your flirting style, you might be a sincere flirt. But at some point, you have to step outside of that right? You can't stay stuck in it. Yes. Lean into it. So if you're a sincere flirt, don't try touching the other person to show flirting. Now you're a creeper. Mm-hmm. Now you are hundred yeah. percent creeper because you're, you're trying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, stay in your lane, go with your strengths, work right. with what works and just stay in the flow of, I mean, get out of your comfort zone. Yes. But right. play within the strengths of who you actually are. Exactly. So like stay within that style. It's fine. Really feel comfortable in it. Really give it your Mm -hmm. all and you can branch out a little bit, but don't go jumping Mm -hmm. into another style. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, and I hear this so often from like all of these quote unquote dating experts. I say that because I'm also a dating expert, but like, I see Mm -hmm. it all over. Like I follow a lot of them on social media and like, if they give advice about like how to flirt to how to do the touch you know, there's a lot of women out there giving 
other women suggestions of if you want to flirt with him, touch his hand gently. And then men watch that video and they're like, okay, I'm going to try it too. And then he touches your knee and you're like, what you doing? Why are you touching me? Yeah, that's a little <laughs> too close to the JJ. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing there, buddy? <laughs> if you're interested in him, then it's wanted, right? It's a wanted yeah. touch. Yeah. But if you're have you not, read the book Body Language? Oh, of course. Okay. Yeah, that's another <laughs> good one. That book helped me slightly as an introvert to to re, to pay attention to social cues and body mm-hmm. language. That kind of helped me a little bit more in life. But you know, there's always room for growth. So body language is a huge part of flirting. If you are not comfortable touching the other person, then be aware of where your body language is. So if yeah. you're on a date, on a first date, for example, mm-hmm. make sure that you are facing them. Don't let your elbow and your shoulder create a boundary. If you're interested, mm-hmm. if you're trying to flirt yeah. with them, I yeah. know that people get really nervous on dates. I can, I like every date I go on, it's, it's hard not to read his body language because I'm just becoming such an expert at this. You know, I talk about it in my book. I've read almost every single book I could find out there about body language. And you notice all of the books about body language all come from FBI experts. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, that's, they, that's, they have to. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. But like, you need to be able to read body language just as easily Mm -hmm. as you can present it. So be aware of what what your body is doing. You know, one of my favorite ones is the leg rubbing. Did you read that in that Mm -hmm. book? He talks about the leg rubbing when you're rubbing the tops of your legs and you see people do this a lot. You know, they rub their hands together and then they rub the tops of their thighs, especially Mm -hmm. when they're sitting. You know, Mm -hmm. it's a self-soothing thing. So watch out for what nervous yeah and it's not always a bad thing but like yeah be aware of it they're thinking of something that's making them try to like calm themselves down Mm -hmm. and i think those are important because it allows i think a lot of daters men whatever um miss social cues and i think that's what creates like this kind of quasi sexual harassment type environment that we live in sometimes because I was talking to a friend yesterday, a straight guy, and he, I was saying, you know, I think the problem that a lot of girls have when it comes to dating is you guys don't pick up on social cues. Like her whole back can be to you and you're still trying to like, yo girl, what's up? I want to try to get to know you. And I'm like, why do you guys do that? He says, oh, you know, most straight guys think that's the, the thrill of the chase. I say, um, yes, but if she wants you, I think she will let you know that she wants. If her back is to you, if all of her like responses is yes, leave me alone, or just yes, no, yes, no, very short, she's not interested. No amount of you doing this and doing that and you know, shaking your feathers like a peacock is going to make <laughs> her interested. She's not fucking interested, just move on. And right. I feel like if more men paid attention to social cues and stuff like that, they would have more success. Go for the girl that actually fucking wants you. Stop chasing the one that's like, no, leave me the fuck alone. Just leave them the fuck alone. I feel <laughs> that. Well, that whole you know, idea of like, just, I'll just break her down. She'll eventually want me. I'll just what? break you don't, Ew, you don't want to break someone down. I, I, I saw a today um, where like this woman was saying, stop trying to 
fix the communication, all these things, just break up with his ass. Cause at the end of the day, if it works, it works. If it mm-hmm. doesn't, it doesn't. And I think a lot of times we try to force dating situations or relationships that are just not in a line with either who we are, mm-hmm. our lifestyle. Um, we try to fit ourselves into dating styles that really aren't us. Like we try to be like, I see a lot of men doing the peacock dance when that's really not who they are. Turns right. out they're just a teddy bear who just wants to have quality time at home, drinking a bottle of wine and making you an Italian dinner. Oh my but God. Instead, they're out at, but instead those guys are out at the clubs with their bros, you know, Ugh. throwing back shots of whiskey and tequila and trying to be like bad boys in the city, you know, trying to keep that image going, but it's not doing anyone any good. It's just keeping mm-hmm. a lot of men and women single and people stuck in the hookup culture. That's me saying that from the outside looking in. But you're I right. Be completely wrong. You're right though. Stay within your comfort zone. Like, yes, obviously you have to get out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. to some degree, but don't go hopping like five steps over and thinking like, you know, you're going to meet someone in a club and are you going to have, I mean, maybe you'll have a lot in common. Maybe she or he also got dragged to that club with, by mm-hmm. their friends, but like, I'm not saying don't go to clubs, but like, if you, like you said, if you are that stay at home type personality, you're that homebody, you like to just snuggle and Netflix and chill. And that is your idea of a glorious night in with your significant other. And you are out every weekend clubbing it, trying to find someone. There's a misalignment there. Yeah. You're not going to find your match, your ideal partner. Sure. Could it happen? Of course, because there's always the exception, but more than likely, no, you're not. It's going to be someone that likes to go clubbing and you're going to be like, let's go out. Let's go out. And you're going to be like, no, I want to stay in. They're going to be like, no, let's go out. (laughs) Exactly. But that's how you met. You met because you guys were out clubbing all the time. So Mm -hmm. like, yes, I, I completely agree. Like while we're talking about staying in your lane for flirting keep that in mind of how you're meeting people too, you know, mm-hmm. and be aware of your surroundings, how you're meeting someone, how you're presenting yourself. What are you putting out there? What type of flirting are you doing? Are you trying to flirt with someone and they're not receiving it? Like if you're a physical flirt and they're, like you said, in that example, like if they're not, they're not having any of it, let it go, <laughs> move on. Yeah. yeah. No need to keep, Try your chances somewhere else. Right. Stop trying to like break him or her down. Yeah. Ew. Like, ew. Do you really want that? Or do you want someone that's excited to fucking be with you? That's why I respect relationships. What I see, a lot of people clown these like adult Disney people or people who are like into uh, some kind of renaissance fairs or Mm. into some kind of um, niche hobby and we Mm -hmm. like clown these people on twitter and on tiktok oh look at these (laughs) nerds together guess what they're together and they're happy when i go to these places these cultural yeah these cultural events and i see these odd couples i'm like look at them they found love like they're probably fucking way more than these people that are judging them saying, look at those losers. Like they found someone that aligns with the life that they want to have. Meanwhile, right. these other people that are judging them are sitting at home, scrolling Instagram or whatever, <laughs> like laughing Swiping on Tinder. Them. 
<laughs> so I've been on Tinder masturbating the night away. So yeah. <laughs> no, but you're probably absolutely correct on that. You're such a nerd. I can't believe you guys are into that. There's no one to like on Tinder. Swipe, 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 swipe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that person is most likely a serial dater because they keep picking people that are cute. We look so good on Instagram together, but then that's mm-hmm. it. You fuck well and you look good on pictures. <laughs> right. I need to have someone who's at my level. I need a nine or a 10. They have to be super hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's the yeah. world we're like creating right now. I feel like with social media being such an influence on everyone and everything. But that's why we're here to help us demystify all this wacky dating habits that we've created for ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's funny. I was just talking about a friend of mine who has like these unrealistic expectations when she's looking for a man and, you know, she gets really stuck in like the little things and it's like, maybe look at the big picture, right? What's, what kind of personality does he have? I mean, is there any kind of compatibility there? Like maybe you're not like super attracted to them. I mean, you can't be repulsed by someone, but you know, when you first meet them, maybe you're not super attracted to them. Maybe the chemistry and the pheromones are flying. That's that spark. Mm-hmm. You don't need to have it. You can have a spark that grows over time, you know? Yeah. And if you really understand like your flirting and your love languages, then you can easily make sure that you are leaning into the relationship that you want to have with that person. So like know how to flirt with them, know how to communicate. Here we go. Back to communication. <laughs> but I mean, it does. at the end of the day, how else can you get what you want unless you communicate efficiently what you want? Right. Otherwise, we're just guessing in the dark. Right. I, I think that's why it's so important journaling is important speaking of journaling if you're ever interested in um Ooh, yes. brand new notebook i sell soft cover and hardcover beautiful notebooks on exclusively to amazon under cjd publishing i have over a hundred designs beautiful i love my notebook i have uh, um i created this design it's like faux leather and literally i have everything because i have it in my clothing line as well canon wear but i have the journal but i have the air pods cover for my airpods it's my cell phone Ooh. cover it's my gym bag <laughs> it's my um yeah it's i fucking love it because real leather i mean it's not necessarily that a cow has to die so i can look cute so i created right. a faux one so it looks kind of good really but cool. still it's not killing a cow yeah i like um, the journaling that being thing said, though because yeah. journaling is important journaling yes. will tell you so much about yourself and journaling is not just for the week. It's not for women. It's like, you should be journaling. You should be journaling a gratitude journal so that you can stay positive and looking forward rather than looking back and stuck in the negative. You should be journaling. Like if you are a serious dater right now and you're trying to find a relationship, here you go. Here's the tip for you guys. Journal your dates, keep a date journal because that will show you patterns in your quote-unquote yes. picker yes that is i actually for anything that you want to improve on tracking i think in a lot of mm-hmm. different business courses tracking is how you know what to change business yes. your life your social life Food journals. Track it. you want to lose weight 
track it. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. We track for everything. Yeah. Analytics for social media sites, for websites, for mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. This is no yeah. difference. Yeah. So it, I think it's scary because it, it reduces us all to almost like a computer. You know, we're I all know. humans. We think that we're, we're much more free will. We think that we're much more organic, but really at the, on, at the end of the day, we are a result of the patterns that we've created yeah. for ourselves. And if we are able to recognize those patterns, life becomes slightly easier. With that it being really said, does. we should wrap the fuck up. <laughs> yes, but we're going to yes. leave it on this note in case anyone missed it because we just totally like rambled off the last bit. I want everyone, I know this was supposed to be about flirting, but keep a journal, a date journal. If you are seriously out there dating and you are trying to find your life partner, I want you to keep a dating journal. In this dating journal, you need to keep track of things that really point out to you. They're flirting. How did they flirt with you? How did you flirt with them? How did you feel at the end of the date? Are you interested in seeing them again? And then track some of the similarities between your dates. And I promise you, you're going to, your entire dating world is going to change from it. And you're going to yeah, do yeah. this all in one of Kanan's journals. Yes. CJD Publishing, just search it on Amazon. You'll see it all. Shameless <laughs> plugs, but you know what? Who cares? This is our show. <laughs> this is literally any, you know, the great thing I've learned from this, just one last bit for all of you. The one thing I've learned <laughs> from this course that I'm taking through Founder is that every product, every service, everything on earth that we consume, enjoy, and use is created by a person no matter True. what it is. Mm -hmm. So that being said, we are all here to collectively make life better for the rest of us, whether you're doing that as a person who is um, providing um, your human services for a job to you know, create hospitality or retail, or you're creating a product for people to improve their lives, whether it's make it easier to eat something or consume something mm -hmm. or making dating um, less stressful for people. We're all here to collectively make life better for our brothers and sisters. So that Thank being you. said, all of us in life are some sort of shameless promoter, whether it's for ourselves, please hire me or please <laughs> buy my product. <laughs> right. And with that said, yeah. Thank you for listening to us talking about flirting styles. Once again, if you want to read more about it, it is chapter 13 in my book. And until next time, keep dating smarter. Thank you for listening to this episode of Date Smarter, Sexier. If you'd like more information on how you can be more successful with love and dating, or to schedule a free consultation with me, your dating coach and matchmaker, please visit datesmartersexier.com. And please subscribe to this show at your favorite podcast streaming platform.